Okay, so welcome to season one, episode two. Well, that's what the internet kind of made me have to label this as, but I guess technically it's a second intro to Kettle Tea Scones. Welcome everyone who showed up and all my imaginary friends that decided to make me feel better about my life. So I started to try to record this earlier, had like this energy, this head of steam going, and I'm doing it, and then all of a sudden I hear in the background and my dog was doing the twinkle toes and I obviously have no idea how to edit that part out so if you hear yawning or you hear something really weird I promise it's just the dog in the background she's with me all the time and quite frankly one I don't know how to edit it out and two it's probably more comical for you if I just leave it in there so this is like my third time of trying to edit this not edit but record this the first one that I did my initial intro obviously that one was many more needed more than two hands in order to tell you about it but The only reason I'm calling this as a second intro is because I wanted to say a little bit about what I've learned about podcasts. So first, there's third-party content. Ambiguous on many things, this third-party content. I obviously know third-party content is things that I don't own, things I didn't write that I'm reading about or I'm researching, and it's quotes that you would use in your actual podcast or in your material. I am wanting to not have to actually quote anything out of something unless I think it's really, really important, maybe a Bible verse, but I'm probably, if I'm going to reference a Bible verse, I'm going to tell you, hey, you know, this is the book, the chapter, and the verse in the Bible. This is what triggered me to want to talk about X, Y, or Z on that particular day. Also, sorry, I just popped my knuckle. Also, another thing is just because I talk about one particular topic one day doesn't mean you're not going to hear it in another episode on another day. Because I think that with each and every experience we have, we're going to glean, I just love that word, glean, glean something different from the situation that's going to make us think about things a little differently. So back to what else I've learned about podcasts, because, you know, you start trying to figure out what to do. And I've actually posted My first episode, I think I posted it Monday. Today's Wednesday. Yes, Monday. And that was a really big deal because it's really cool. You post it to, I use rss.com. They're awesome so far, but I'm a beginner and amateur and I don't know what I'm doing. So I like that my hand is held and you can set it up to where it's just going to automatically send your podcast episodes wherever you want that they have available on their website. Check it out if you want to do it. So there's so many places to post. There's so many different podcasts. Oh my gosh, I did not realize how many people actually do podcasts. There are just, I start thinking about the number of podcasts and I start thinking about the number of people and I get a little overwhelmed because I'm going, oh my gosh, they're going to be able to see me. Hey, guess what? Nobody knows who I am. Nobody really knows that I'm even doing this except for my mother. And I forced my little sister to have to listen to, I think it ended up being 15 minutes of my first episode just to be sure that she wasn't like, my ears are bleeding. 
Uh, so I started thinking about this of why people do or why I wanted to do a podcast. And I sometimes think we kind of look at these things when we want to present our ideas to people as a vanity pride versus self-intent and exploration. We want it to be this thing where, oh, I'm exploring myself and I'm wanting to reach a lot of people and stuff. But then we have to think about, okay, am I doing it because I think I'm really awesome at it or and and doing it because... I'm really good and people need to hear what I have to say. Or are we doing it because we're going, okay, so I've had these experiences in my life or I know all this information about this stuff and I really want people to be able to hear it. My mother person, my mother and brother actually have a podcast that they love to listen to. If you like, um, well, it's called Lore. I very highly recommend you going out and listening to it. But uh, it's one of their favorite podcasts. And I had to think about, okay, why am I doing my podcast? But one, one big question that gets asked in situations is, should you just because you can? I don't think you should just because you can. I think that sometimes you should if you think you can and you think it's going to help you in the process. I think it's awesome that some of these people aren't doing it to help themselves with anything. I love listening to some people talk about stuff. It's nice for me because I'm a read, write, listen, absorb. It takes lots of different things for me to be able to figure out what in the world I'm trying to learn. So even though I could, that doesn't mean I am, but I am because I can and I want to and I need to. This is something I think I need. Now, one of the funniest things, now we talked about, we're not going to use the S word because it's not very nice. So I'm going to use unladylike. Well, first off, unladylike thing I did was you plug the headphones into the microphone because the microphone is the input and the output. So if you're going to do something, probably should know how your equipment works. It took me, I kid you not, 20 to 30 minutes because some dingle bat could not figure out that, oh yeah, those headphones, they plug into the microphone, not the computer. That's why you don't hear anything. So just an FYI, if you're a new person to podcast or you want to start your podcast, plug your headphones into your microphone. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to hear what you're saying. So... Uh, One of the biggest things is we're not going to copy other people. I don't want to copy other people. I really would like to think I am going through life and experiencing things and relating it in a way that I'm not just going to sit here and copyright a bunch of people's stuff. I don't like doing that. I am extremely, extremely honest type of person. And quite frankly, that makes me sweat thinking about being dishonest about that. Also, you know... Starting a podcast, there's that sickening feeling of, oh my gosh, what did I just do? So I submitted that first podcast episode and I went, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? I am such an idiot. What was I thinking? But I went ahead and did it and I'm cautiously excited about it because I really am worried people may find out that I'm the one doing it and I don't want it to be used against me in any sort of way. But at the same time, I want to go ahead and do this for me because that's why I started it. And I have my notes, as you can hear me turning my page, of there's lots of things that happened in my life. And I think this is a good way for me to be able to explore some of 
what's kind of held me back with it in the past and moving forward and that sort of thing. So I know my first episode, oh, random thought. So you'll notice my authorship on my page, if you happen to go to rss.com and look for my podcast, is Ducky Dale. Now I realize there happens to be a, a movie character closely with that name. That is not, I did not realize that. I did not know that people. So Ducky is an old English endearment term. And I watch way too much British TV. And Dale is probably going to be a middle name for me because, well, I like Dale. And so you can refer to me as Ducky Dale as you want to. You can refer to me as Ducky. I don't care. I think it's pretty great either way. So moving on, uh, I was thinking about what am I supposed to do with this next podcast And right now, I'm not feeling great about it. I felt a lot better about it earlier. And I wrote down that I had all these flowery things that I said in my first episode. And I have all these things I'm wanting to say right now. And I want it to to be perfect. But the thing is that I got to thinking about it and trying to curate... This perfect episode is just not who I am, but also there is perfection in the in the imperfect. And I think that uh, with today's society, we have so much contact with social media and we're getting to see what other people are doing all the time. It's right there. It's accessible. And it's difficult, I think, for us to really think about that perfection versus reality. The funny thing is, when you get on some of the social media, you'll notice people who will post, you know, this is what it looks like filtered, and this is what reality looks like. But I think there's a lot of perception that has to be thought about with this. And perfection is a perception we believe others have of us. So when I say that, what I mean is it's our perception that society requires perfection despite saying otherwise. Now, if, you know, there's probably some of my imaginary friends or people that I would like to pretend are listening to this that are going to say, oh, no, I don't feel that way. You don't have to agree with everything that someone has to say. Sometimes, though, you need to just stop and realize what they're wanting to say and understand there's always a grain of truth in everything. So every good lie is made of a, of a piece, a grain of truth, because that's what makes it believable. So when we're thinking of perfection versus reality and that perception that we hold, we have this everyone is unique, but there's an ideal image of what unique should be. So even though people tell us or society is saying, hey, it's okay to be unique. You need to be yourself. We get on the internet and we get on these social media websites and we're out in public and we're talking to these peers and our people around us and we're getting thrown at us what this image of unique should be, which is really hard for my age. I, I feel 10 years younger than what I technically am. And so I feel like I'm kind of going through that college age stuff again. And to have family members who 
are in college and stuff, it's very prevalent for me to go, okay, what are they having to go through? And then comparing it to, okay, all of this stuff started for me in high school. It became more available. Then I go to college and everything is advancing. We're starting to advance at a quicker rate, but really in we're not really advancing. We're just kind of broadening everything and making it a little bit more complex. But when we when we look at it, we have to also look at reality. And reality is seen as this thing that is raw, unfiltered, and not as wanted. That's my whole my whole point of perception is taking. I'm narrowing down too much on a dime. I understand when I say this. So let's look at it on a small scale of social media. You have these people who want to use these filters. Sorry about the dog. Use these filters and everything. And then we want to look at what it would really look at in reality. So I struggle with what my body image is. It's really hard for me to look at certain pictures that people put on social media because I assume my perception is that they are able to make themselves look like that in reality where I can't. So I feel like I'm not as wanted from my own perception of what I think that perfection is supposed to be. So I know I said perfection versus reality, but what I'm really talking about is what is our perception of people? Why am I talking about this? Yes, I'm in the middle of a point and I'm going to stop to say, why am I talking about this? Because I, I almost didn't want to do this because my perception was I wasn't good enough. I wasn't eloquent enough and I didn't have enough to say because I've not lived long enough. I don't have the wisdom. I don't have the knowledge. However, I feel like I can sit and talk to all these different people and be able to go, okay, this is a struggle that we have, but it's a struggle for me because I perceive that my opinion isn't worth it or that I shouldn't get upset about something or that my idea of reality is too radical or too weird and I just don't fit in because of that. So my perception, this podcast will have to be perfectly unique for anyone to listen to. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I can sit here and talk to all of my imaginary friends or all the different versions of myself Or I can pretend like I'm having this conversation with someone that I really want to understand and be able to go, cool, don't feel alone. Because I think that one of the biggest things with a lot of people is no one wants to be alone. And I'm selfish. I'm just going to say I'm selfish doing this podcast because I needed something for me. I probably should go to counseling. I'm not going to counseling. People, you need to go to, if someone tells you to go to counseling, you should go to counseling. I am totally on board with that. But I'm selfish and I want to get to talk to people, but I'm also shy and bashful. But I also need an outlet to be able to talk about things for me to not feel alone. Regardless of if anyone ever listens to this regardless of if I ever have anyone say, oh, hey, I listen to your podcast. I have started to not feel quite as alone on a track because I'm 
okay to kind of put myself out there a little bit and say, okay, I can be myself. And if no one ever finds out about it, well, that's okay. But really, who matters? So my parents matter, my little sister, my brother, you know, there are certain people who matter. And I'm I'm getting to a point where I am okay that they're the ones who matter. And so I'll move on. So I said, my perception is this podcast will have to be perfectly unique for anyone to listen to. My reality is ain't nobody ever going to listen because this is not going to be perfect. And guess what? That is the perfection that I want. I don't want to have to feel like I have to say everything perfectly correct or if I stumble, if I stutter, y'all, if my dyslexia kicks in, we're just going to keep on rolling. If the dog is in the background, okay, minus the twinkle toes because I'm not going to lie, the I couldn't handle that. But people go through life acquiring traits, tendencies, etc., but also are developing inherent behaviors. So my inherent perception of reality is a world of possibilities, and no matter what doesn't work, there is no failure. So we acquire these traits. And when I say acquire these traits, I'm talking about learned traits. I'm talking about Someone has some silly laugh in your family and you hear over and over and over again. And then there are the situations that you're in and you start laughing that way because you've learned this trait. It's not something you would normally do, but it's something that you have heard so many times that you've learned it. Then we have the traits that are inherent to us. So um, am I inherently going to... I don't, I don't know, I have to drum my fingers if I get super nervous. So I wear, so I'm going to have to, I guess it's third-party content, I don't know. But Enzo silicone rings, uh, they are a blessing for me. My mom probably wishes I didn't really wear them as much as I do. But they are perfect because I can twist them around my fingers. So whenever I start having some issues with getting nervous in a situation or, you know, this person is being a total, total dipwad, then I'm going to have to sit here and rub my finger a little bit so that hopefully the tension is going to release and I don't have to go excuse them for being so rude to someone. I don't like when people are rude. But I have... As I said, I have the inherent perception. So what I'm saying is, as a child, me just being me, I have this inherent perception of reality as a world of possibilities. And no matter what doesn't work, there is no failure. So in my mind, I can make anything work. And just because it doesn't work doesn't mean it's a failure. It just means, oh, that didn't work. We toss that out the side. Now, my acquired, my learned perception that I have from being around the people I'm around, from the outside influences and everything, my acquired perception is perfection is required for acceptance. I have had the biggest struggle understanding that I don't have to be perfect in order to be accepted. I have tried so hard to be the perfect type of friend, the perfect type of this, this, or this, that I have to be this image to be accepted. And 
the funny thing is, is all I had to do (laughs) was look at my family and look to them and go, I have the perfect set of people that accept me and I can live in my inherent reality. I don't have to have this perception. I don't have to have this acquired reality where I believe that perfection is required. The perfection is in having that safe area you can go where you are yourself and you're striving to be a better version of yourself and you do see that you have flaws and you see that there are things you need to work on but that you have the support to do it and I am very I'm very upset with myself I'm very frustrated and I'm trying really hard to work on it because I didn't acknowledge that I had that for so long that now I feel like I've missed out on this perfect little world full of love, understanding, and acceptance right here at my fingertips and I just didn't get it. So to acknowledge and understand that perceptions change is hard, but it's very inspiring. I mean, let's face it, life is remarkable. Your reality can be any perceived perfection you want it to be. So I'm going to say that again. Life is remarkable. The small things really do matter. Because when you start realizing how remarkable, oh my gosh, God made this earth. God made all of these creatures. They made human. He made humans and he made it to where we can advance from this point to this point. And we have all these resources at our fingertips. But hey, guess what? Life is remarkable. Your reality can be any perceived perfection you want it to be. When you're bettering every day with each new piece of knowledge or attempt at finding those opportunities to be better and to keep moving. And some days we move backwards. I didn't say we have to move forwards. It's nice when we move forward, but we might move backwards. But the thing is, is when we realize and we acknowledge, acknowledging is a lot. When we acknowledge that we're perceiving a perfection versus reality, so it changes. We can change that perception. There's going to be a day I would love to talk about our perspective. Now, perception and perspective, I do think, are different. We perceive things because then it changes and and it's directly on us. Our perspective is how we understand a situation. So perspective might have to be my next topic so that I can I can hone in on what I mean by perception versus pers- perspective. But perception is what we we have decided pertains to us within that. Now, if that definition is wrong, you know what? You can try to find a way to contact me. You can email me at kettletscones at outlook.com. I will be glad to say, well, yes, you are correct, and I will correct myself on the next episode. But... I do think that uh, we, we have control of that perceived perfection, that we can have that reality that we want. And it's kind of funny because my mom's doing Facebook and, oh my gosh, so, so weird. I think it's weird that I have Facebook, personal Facebook. It's, it is weird. I don't really know what to do with it. So she texted me and she said that... Uh, There's absolutely nothing on her Facebook page right now, which I think is great because I basically told her it was a blank safe acre wood that means anything and everything exists inside that portal of nothing. It is a great thing to have a blank slate and not have any 
influences telling you how that needs to go for you to be able to say, this is how I want my reality to be. I've had to really step up lately and decide what I want my reality to be because I wasn't happy with where I was at. And I haven't been happy with where I was at and where I've been for a really long time. And this is just one more step in the journey, path, whatever you want to call it, to me doing things because I want to. There are a lot of things I want to do in life. And I do, like I said, I like talking to people. I'm selfish. I needed I needed an outlet. I needed an outlet to talk about some things that I struggle with. And the best way I could think to do it is to be able to share and maybe make a difference because I am big about making a difference in the world. The... <laughs> One other thing I did this week, I had to rescue a neighbor's pony. Now, granted, the pony was pretty well okay, just eating the grass and biting the butt of the other pony. But I got really, really nervous. So, you know, I run, I jump over the fence, jump over that fence, go over there. I'm trying to get it in the gate, back in its little field and stuff. And this pony is like, oh, heck no, girlfriend, I ain't going in there. So I'm all out of breath. I run back to my barn, my parents' barn. I get a lead rope and try to put, you know, some feed in a bucket. Then I run back. That obviously doesn't work. Tried to rope the pony. Burnt, got rope burn on my hand. On my left hand, I'm right-handed. Why would you grab with, you know, your less strong hand? Well, I thought I was going to be able to pull, you know, superhero move and everything. Also, that didn't work. So then I tried... The, the neighbor's door, no answer. Had to call my mom. She'd had a late night, so I ended up calling her early. Then I went, oh, there's a daggum spare gate here. So I go over and I put the spare gate up. And then I go, oh, they got another gate. I bet that reaches to that. And I went, you've got to be kidding me. Why did I not just put the gate up and put the other gate locked up against the other paddock and then the pony would just have this little area it could run but it wasn't going to hurt itself because I was scared to death it was going to get in the road so my perception is I'm an idiot like I did this unladylike thing and I'm an idiot my parents perception was you did absolutely perfect you tried everything you could and then you saw the gate you put the gate up you fixed it and it was awesome and it's just really it's that perception it's how you think other people are going to take things so i'm really excited now actually to talk about perspective um on the next episode as i click my pen to write down episode three season one episode three perception so we're so i think that it's really good sometimes so perception versus perspective So I think it's really good sometimes for us to recap on something and then be able to compare it to something else. That way we have, okay, I've already heard about this. Now I'm hearing about this. So now I'm really excited. So today we talked about, or I, I ranted about perfection versus reality and what perception we have of that, that we have control of it. And so the purpose of this rant, and we... You know, I get there eventually. I I eventually will wrap things up. So the purpose of this ramp is we get there eventually. We dictate more of our own perceived perfection than we realize. We build our kind of reality through understanding and acknowledgement of those perceptions. I'm hoping that makes sense. I know that right now I think I've hit like the 27 and a half mark, but 
I'll try to keep everything within that 20 to 30 minute range. I was rambling at the beginning of this, but I want, for me, I've started to understand that I can dictate my perception of what I want things to be and what I think things should be. And then allowing myself to revert back to that inherent reality, what I used to see before all these different influences started getting in the way. And it does make you think about what you really want in life, what kind of person you want to be and everything. And it's okay to get frustrated at yourself. But at the same time, as my mother always tells me, I can't get frustrated but not do anything about it. So I have to have a plan. There's always got to be a solution to the problem. So once I acknowledge and I am accountable or really the accountability part of it is making that plan to be able to move forward, even if I move backwards some days. So I hope maybe you enjoyed today. I hope that the ranting doesn't put you off from coming back to listen. I'll try to get all my feedback from my little friends, my little imaginary friends and everything. But I'm excited to look into perspective for next time. Looking over my notes to be sure, you know, I couldn't talk more of the bark off the tree. Maybe next time I'll have a book to recommend or whatnot. But I hope that, once again, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, You can reach me at kettleteascones at outlook.com if you have any questions or concerns. And hope you had a great day. Hope you've had a great week. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And I look forward to continuing this journey with everyone willing to listen in. Okay, have a great night.